world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that feels the God, the Welcome to it. Oh my God. Did I just enter my seventh decade or seventh century, Sandy? <laughs> Which would it be? It would probably be your seventh century, I would guess. It Holy point. feels like my Doesn't seventh it? century. Yeah. Holy moly. I want to start by thanking all of the people that reached out to me. Email, text, voicemail, carrier pigeon, uh, smoke signals, bat, bat light, or whatever the hell it was called. So many people reached out to me. I'm 60. I made it, bitches. <laughs> uh, big, 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 big news. Everybody ready? The wait is finally over. Within the next three to four months, stage one, the first floor of the Gun for Hire range new edition will be opening. Wonderful. Okay, now let's give it some perspective here. Ooh, we're gonna, we have two floors next door. The first floor will be opening first. See, that makes sense. First floor first, second floor second. Everybody figure that out? First floor will have 10 ports, 25 yards for people with their own guns. 15 ports, 25 yards, members only range. Complete for members only. Members and their family and their guests will have a 15-port range reserved exclusively for them. 10-port range will be people who are non-members with their own guns. In the old edition, on the 13-port range will be members-only range, and then obviously the 50-port, 50-yard uh, range, six ports at 50 yards, will be for members and non-members alike who want to shoot out to 50 yards. So we will have 44 ports over four ranges for stage one. We will have a lounge area, a retail area. We will have a snack bar slash coffee, beverage, refreshment area to start. As we proceed, the library will get installed, more classrooms will get installed, and then the second floor is where the cigar lounge will be, and two more ranges 10 ports and 15 ports at 25 yards so it's going to be huge the new platinum lounge on the second floor is going to be huge as well but right now the biggest thing is the wait is over 220 parking spaces 44 ports over four ranges 15 ports members only ranges who else is going to touch that sandy with the service and quality that yeah. we have a gun for hire it's going to be great f you haters <laughs> out there because here it is, okay? I just want everybody to know that. That's my huge announcement. It's been a long time coming. A lot has happened. And we finally got to the point where we can uh, happily say it's fully under construction. Everybody's here. Mechanical, masons, electricians, they're all here working their butts off right now. Everybody's getting it done. So it's going to be phenomenal when it's done. You've had so much to overcome with that. Uh, yeah, it's a, long, a lot of you know, but but anyway, so listen to this. My book 
is 99.99999% complete. <laughs> I now have my ISBN number, which is also my barcode. I have my Library of Congress control number, and I applied for a copyright, which I'll get the final approval in a few months, but I don't need that to proceed. We will be printing the book soon. The website is up, crimeproofbook.com. Crimeproofbook.com. It's just basic Okay, it's just a basic thing right now, but we're going to have a portal there for pre-orders. We're going to have a portal there for when I'm going to be doing book signings. We're going to have a portal there where people, when they read my book, have different opinions or more ideas to add to it. I want to put it up there because we're going to share it with everybody. This is going to be a clearinghouse for being crime proof. So crimeproofbook.com coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> So, let's talk about the news. Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's talk. Uh, I, I came up with a test, Sandy, and I'm going to have somebody, probably Matt, write this up. And I want this test put out there. It's three simple questions. And it's called the treason test for all elected public servants. Oh. So, when elected, you swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. Below are three very simple questions to be answered with a yes or a no. No political doublespeak is allowed. Remember, when you swore that oath, it never expires even after your political term expires. Question number one. Have you ever supported or voted for legislation that goes against the Bill of Rights and the U.S. Constitution? <laughs> yes or no? You'd have to clear out Congress. Okay, number two, that's what Gary said. Have you ever supported or voted for legislation that puts a foreign country over the United States? Ooh, yes again. or no? <laughs> Question number you three. You have a president who could pass this. <laughs> Question number three. Have you ever supported or voted for legislation that puts a non-citizen over a U.S. citizen? Yes or no? Oh, my goodness. So, if you have answered yes to even one of these questions, you are, in fact, guilty of treason. And remember, treason is the only crime defined in the U.S. Constitution. According to Article 3, Section 3, treason against the United States consists, shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. A conviction bars the defendant from holding any federal office and carries the possibility of a death penalty. Sign, signature, elected office, and date. Three simple questions. Matt's going to redo it. I'm going to have a PDF. I want everybody to download this when it's available and send it to every one of your elected officials and demand as a taxpaying citizen, as a constituent, you want answers. Mm -hmm. Okay? The treason test. Three simple questions. It could go right from your town council right on up to the top. I don't care who it is, councilman, freeloader, whatever it is, ask them all the same thing. Ask them if they, how they answered the three questions. No doublespeak. This is yes or no. I'm not leaving any space where they can add an asterisk with some notes or something. Yes, I voted against law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, but I got a big donation from Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roundup's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's healthy for you. You, you let our politicians drink it. Yeah. Why not? We're drinking it <laughs> every day. Every day. Every day. So slippery slope, ladies and gentlemen. 
We have a Fourth Amendment case going before the U.S. Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will decide whether police can enter a home to seize guns without a warrant. Welcome to New Jersey, 49 other states. Yep. Okay? The Fourth Amendment right against warrantless searches of a person's home is a pillar of America's constitutional liberties. Before a police officer or any other government official can enter your home, they must show a judge that they have probable cause that they will discover specific evidence of a crime. Okay? The only time there's limited exceptions is when there's an exigent circumstances or exception. Okay? And they like to play that exigent oh, the, circumstance. Correct. Like if he looks through your home of your window and sees a person about to stab someone, of course, they, they always they stretch it. But Where they hear something happening. All right. But there's another exception that they're working on, and it's called community caretaking exception. Yeah. It derives from a case in which the police took a gun out of the trunk of an impounded vehicle without first obtaining a warrant. The Supreme Court held that there was a community caretaking taking exception to the Fourth Amendment's warrant requirement because police perform community caretaking functions totally divorced from detection, investigation, or acquisition of evidence relating to the violation of a criminal statute. Listen to me. This is a slippery slope. Remember when the terrorists blew something up and Apple had the phone in yep. California and they wouldn't give them the password to get yep. into the phone and a lot of people dissed Apple for that? Right. Well, Apple at the time had more stones than our Supreme Court. Yes, absolutely right. All right, because just like free speech, we may not agree with some free speech, but for all of us to enjoy free speech, people out there have to exist like InfoWars and, and other people like that, right? Yeah, that right. are on the fringes of both ends, all right? So this case, it's called uh, uh, Coniglia versus Strom, okay? Mr. Coniglia was arguing with his wife and melodramatically put an unloaded gun on the table and said, shoot me now and get over it. His wife called a non-emergency number for the police who arrived shortly thereafter. The police disagreed about whether Mr. Coniglia was acting normal or agitated, but they convinced him to take an ambulance to the local hospital for evaluation. The police did not accompany him. When he was on his way to the hospital, Mrs. Coniglia told the police that her husband kept two handguns in the home. The police decided to search his home for the guns without obtaining a warrant. Mrs. Coniglia's consent to have the police search their home was legally negated because the police untruthfully told her that her husband had consented to the seizure of any guns. The police located and seized the guns. Mr. Coniglia sued for the violation of his Fourth Amendment rights and the privacy and his Second Amendment right to keep handguns in the home for self-defense. So this has been bouncing around. And now the Supreme Court is going to hear it. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. You know, Joe Biden commissioned a committee about uh, stacking the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court sides with the Constitution, you're going to see a more rapid expansion of the court. If the Supreme Court doesn't side with the Constitution, the Dems will slow it down a little bit, knowing that even though Trump appointed three so-called conservatives, Robert is, Roberts is still ruling the roost. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> so, so this case is an important case to watch, and I'm watching it very closely. <clears throat> and uh, 
We're going to see. Oh, by the way, did you hear the Emmy Award winning governor of New York uh, misrepresented uh, COVID deaths in senior care facilities? No, it kicked up. So it kicked up from 7000 to 15000. And one of his staff members admitted that they hid the numbers because they were afraid when Trump was president, they were going to prosecute them for being inept and criminal. Interesting, uh, huh? Yeah, which they uh, should have been. And uh, uh, yeah. hey, our illustrious governor did the same thing. Oh, just as guilty. Just, just as, as guilty. guilty. Threatened doctors with jail terms and loss of license if they stood in the way of um, the forced um, uh, admission to nursing homes of COVID-positive patients. But listen to this. But listen to this. He won an Emmy and he published a book, oh. like a Courage Under Fire book, wow. about how he handled the uh, the the uh, nursing home debacle. Dr. All right, Gerbil published a book. Proud. Yes, and won and won an Emmy. Of course, he's he did. an Emmy Award winning governor. Of course, he did for his acting prowess. And what did he say? Who cares where they died? They died. <laughs> Does it matter where they what died? What difference died? does it make? Oh, my God. What difference does it make? Hillary. Check this one out. We've talked about this 47 bajillion times on Gun For Hire radio. More guns seized at airports in 2020, okay, than ever before. Come on, man. It's true. Come on, man. Ser seriously. I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, really. I, I don't even know what I with don't even all know what the new say. gun owners. Eh? This is what happens without training. This is what happens. Guys, 11 guns in Newark Airport last year. That's almost one a month. <laughs> well, considering how many people make it through Newark Airport. Uh, listen, LAX, 43. Holy shit. Seattle, Tacoma, 53. Holy shit. They're not the top, though. Sandy, your home base, Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta Airport. How many <laughs> how many guns were seized, Sandy? How many? Two hundred and twenty. <laughs> That's great. Come on. <laughs> well, it is the largest airport in the country. But... <laughs> yeah, D Dallas, Fort Worth, one hundred and seventy six. Houston, one twenty six. Phoenix, one twenty four. Nashville, ninety four. Fort Lauderdale, eighty seven. A lot of these, I kind of because they're gun states people carry and they have them in their bag and they're like oh shit i left it in my gym bag or whatever right, and right. i'm trying to get out of the plane <laughs> you know it's probably 95 percent or but if you live in new york or new jersey so jfk was two laguardia was three so that's five for new york's new york airports but 11 for newark a lot of the people listen to the show from all over the country remember we talk about learning never use your range bag as an airport bag because right. it will sniff hot for explosives yes, it will. and you will get a cavity search <laughs> And if there is a live round or even an unspent shell in that bag, oh, you're, you're probably going to get a cavity search as well. Oh, absolutely. You're done. But you guys, you need to check your stuff. <laughs> you, I mean, <laughs> you can't just get on a plane with a gun. It doesn't work no, that the, way. No, no okay? this is 1968. <laughs> 1967, excuse me. Yeah, it's not 1967 America. So... So and people going to jail everywhere, and, you know, it's a felony. Uh, unlawful possession of a gun, trying to get it on a plane in New Jersey, you will lose your rights forever. You will make lawyers rich. Very, very rich. Yeah. Say goodbye to your home. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, another bone 
from the Emmy Award winning governor. I forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The crown of New York. I want to know how this is going to work out. Has decided that February 23rd, large venues can reopen in New York. Oh, he's following the science. Wait, 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 wait. 10% capacity. At 10% capacity. So Madison Square Garden holds 20,000 people. We can have 2,000 people. So if you want to go see Elton John in concert, it will be $63,000 a ticket. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what it's about. <laughs> what an idiot. Okay, this so whole thing is just laughable. And if anybody has read The Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire, when you go to one of these venues, you will be giving free bread. <laughs> Okay? That's great. Because it's bread perfect. and circuses is where it's all out. That's Everyone will be getting a little loaf of stone ground brown bread. That's right. It'll be okay? Great. And you will sit there and you will be told who to clap for. That's right. Or you will be thrown to the lions. <laughs> That's the next week's entertainment. Yes. Okay? Anyone that doesn't participate is the next week. Okay? Sandy, real quick, I'm off topic here, but Rich... Di Fabrizio dropped off an entire case that weighs about 85 pounds of face masks. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Thank you so much, Rich. And you're, I know you're going to plug that at the end, but I wanted to get that out, out before I uh, I forget because I, I wrote it in a hand note this morning. because I came the best in. listeners. In oh, my God. It's amazing. Every day people keep dropping stuff off. So uh, don't forget when you go to a concert, free bread, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh has everybody heard about the woman who put gorilla glue in her hair uh no i haven't well she didn't have any like dippity do or whatever okay. gel it is that they that they do so she there goes put, there goes a date reference so she had to have a four hour surgery uh, -huh. uh to uh get it all out of her head and it didn't really go well so she's gonna sue Gorilla glue. Gorilla glue now. Of course. Because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Because <laughs> you're that freaking stupid. <laughs> so 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 listen to this. I got I got some awards. I don't know if did you ever Where's hear of Darwin the Stella? when you need it. Uh, did you ever hear of the Stella Awards? No, I didn't. No. So for those unfamiliar with these awards, they are named after eighty one year old Stella Liebeck who spilled hot coffee on herself and successfully sued oh, McDonald's. Oh, is that where yes. that's from? If you remember, she took the lid off the coffee and put it between her knees while she was driving. Okay? Yeah. Who would ever think you could get burned for doing that? Oh, yeah, of course. <clears throat> so this year, seven Stella Awards were listed. You ready? Seventh place, Kathleen Robertson of Austin, Texas, was awarded $80,000 by a jury of her peers Ugh. after breaking her ankle, tripping over a toddler who was running inside a furniture store. The store owners were understandably surprised by the verdict, considering the running toddler was her son. <laughs> you like that, huh? Sixth place, Stella Awards. Carl Truman, 19, of Los Angeles, California, won $74,000 plus medical expenses when his neighbor ran over his hand with a Honda Accord. Truman apparently didn't notice there was someone at the wheel of the car when he was trying to steal his neighbor's hubcaps. Oh, come on. And he got awarded money for this? $74,000 plus medical expenses. Oh, my God. Fifth place, Terrence Dickerson 
uh, Dixon of Bristol, Pennsylvania, was leaving a house he had just burglarized by way of the garage. Unfortunately for Dixon, the automatic garage door opener malfunctioned, and he could not get the garage door to open. Worse, he couldn't re-enter the house because the door connecting the garage to the house was locked. Forced to sit for eight, count of eight days, and survive on a case of Pepsi and a large bag of dried dog food. <laughs> <laughs> he sued the homeowner's insurance company, claiming undue mental anguish. Amazingly, the jury said the insurance company must pay Dixon a half a million dollars for his anguish. Oh, come on. Yes. Fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth place, Jerry Williams of Little Rock, Arkansas, garnered fourth place in Estella's when he was awarded $14,000 plus medical expenses after being bit on the butt by his next-door neighbor's beagle, even though the beagle was on a chain in his owner's own fenced yard. <laughs> okay, he went over to the dog's dog and shot the dog with a pellet gun and the dog bit him and he got $14,000. I'd like to put him on a chain oh, in a yard. yeah. Number three, Amber Carson of Lancaster, Pennsylvania wins third place because a jury awarded a Philadelphia restaurant to pay her $113,000 after she slipped on a spilled soft drink and broke her tailbone. The reason the soft drink was on the floor? Mrs. Carson had thrown it at her boyfriend 30 seconds earlier during an argument. <laughs> So she threw the soda at her boyfriend, got up to go beat him, slipped on the soda, and sued, and got 113 grand. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I love this. Number uh, Second place, Kara Walton of Claymont, Delaware, sued the owner of a nightclub <clears throat> in a nearby city because she fell from the bathroom window to the floor, knocking out her two front teeth. Even though Miss Walton was trying to sneak through the ladies' room window to avoid paying the cover charge of $3.50... <laughs> The jury had to pay her twelve grand and dental expenses. Oh my goodness! And number one, this year's runaway first place Stella Award winner was to Merv Grzynski of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, who purchased a new thirty-four foot Winnebago motorhome on her first trip home with an OU football game. Having driven onto the freeway, she set the cruise control in seventy miles an hour and calmly left the driver's seat to go to the back of the Winnebago to make herself a sandwich. Oh come on! <laughs> yes. Come on. No not way. Yes. Not surprisingly, the motorhome left the freeway, crashed, and overturned. Also, not surprisingly, Mrs. Grzynski sued Winnebago for not putting in the owner's manual that she couldn't actually leave the driver's seat while the cruise control was set. The Oklahoma jury awarded her, are you sitting down, one point seven five oh one one and three quarter million dollars plus a new motorhome. Winnebago actually changed her manuals as a result of this suit, just in case Miss Grzynski or any oh. of her relatives might also <laughs> buy a home. <laughs> oh God bless trial lawyers. God bless trial lawyers. Do you believe the stupidity of this country sometimes? And the jury again, you know, like Knappen always says you're being judged by a group of people who weren't smart enough to get out of jury duty. Could you imagine that? You are being tried by not a jury of your peers, but a jury of 12 people who were not smart enough to get out of jury duty. They could not figure it out. So, <laughs> because uh, anyway, uh, so, so this is what this is what we have going on out here. Listen, Marty's been bringing me food every Friday, and this week he brought it uh, Saturday or Sunday, the weekends rolled together. And he brought food for Tracy, he brought food for my mother, he brought food for me, and his chicken is 
as good as a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, and it's not chicken. Uh, and his his burger, which is a rendition of the McDonald's one, the Bur Big Mac is phenomenal. But the OCD is strong, okay, because uh, the packaging of all of his stuff, the meal prep stuff and everything, everybody comments on the packaging. And he, the way he packages everything, it's just like nothing can get fold, spindled, or mutilated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's a great guy. And uh, every week he brings me something. He's bringing me something today, uh, which is phenomenal. I really appreciate it, Marty. Don't forget Marty's V-Burger. So uh, another thing is Walt and Jen Haas sent me flowers for my 60th birthday, and they sent me balloons. And the balloons were uh, Toy Story balloons, Disney balloons, and one big number six. So I said to the delivery guy, I said, where, where, where's the zero? He goes, nope, the order just says a six. <laughs> so I sent Walt a picture of him, and he said, Jen and I sent you the balloons with the number six because emotionally you're six years old. <laughs> and will and, never be seven. And I will never be seven, and I appreciate that gift. I'm going to tell you a story that keeps me going because a lot of people wear me down all the time. From the left, right, gun people, pro-gun people, anti-gun people, uh, traitorous bastards that I spend countless hours, uh, social media, emails, text, voicemails, helping them out with gun permits and then I, I or everything else. And then I see them posting in other ranges, you know, a month later on social media or whatever. So it's like, Aunt, thanks for helping me out, but I'm going to spend my money over here now or whatever. You know, I find that uh, so nice. That's so indicative of today's people. You know, there's no honor or loyalty. So Tracy decides to take me out to dinner uh, for my birthday Wednesday night. And we went to uh, Batagra in Hawthorne. And, and let me tell you something. The, the Batagra salad and the, and the steak was, was phenomenal. So she took me there. We've never been there before. Where is it? So in, in Hawthorne. Where, where, where? I, I, right across from the knife guy. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, all everything I do is quarantine crawl. I don't know. It's on a street in Hawthorne. What are you being technical for now? <laughs> so the valet Parker was valet only. Very young gentleman. I always. I don't know if it's free valet parking. I don't really pay attention, but I give him ten bucks in the, in in, in the keys, and he says okay, and he, and I said thank you, and I go inside. And, after dinner, we come out and get my, I see my car's parked right in front of the restaurant, which is always nice because it's wrapped and it's, you know, free free advertising. So I give them the valet ticket and another $10. And I literally could walk to the car eight feet, but, you know, it's okay. He pulls it up, opens the door for Tracy. I go around, and he says to me, he goes, uh, by the way, Anthony, thank you for everything you do for us in our Second Amendment rights. And his accent is as thick as thieves. And I said, where are you from? And he said, I'm from the UK. And let me tell you, uh, that, that makes me feel good. Yep. Young kid, yep. inspired by me, thanking me for what, what I do. You know, I, I just think that's uh, very nice. And, and I appreciate that. I didn't really catch his name. I should have. I gave him a pass. Uh, so if he comes shoot, $25 off pass. If you listen to the show, young man, let me know when you're coming. I'd love to meet you in different circumstances because I, I get distracted so much. When we were in the restaurant eating, there was two gentlemen at the table next to me, and somebody recognized me. I wasn't wearing gun for hire stuff, and he starts telling me how he comes to the range with my his daughter, and I gave him a challenge coin. And then the guy he was having dinner with, uh, he was a retired Marine, and he has an old gun, and he, so it ended up being like a half-hour diversion instead of a birthday dinner. You know, it happens a lot, and I got to do what I got to do, but... 
I want to thank all the people out there that support and keep it in the family. Tip of the spear here, support those who support you. All the other people who reached out for me to time to time and all those media posts and text messages and Instagram message, everything, and then you take your money some, somewhere else, F off and die. <laughs> okay? So that's just the way it is, you know? Uh, but I'm not going to change who I am because of leches, right? That's right. So, how much more time do we have? We've got about uh, three minutes. Okay, here's another one that'll be covered in my book uh, before I got some heavy stuff to go over. But this is Mount Laurel, New Jersey. This was sent to me by John Petrolina from Decoding Firearms. Mount Laurel police are advising residents to check their bank statements after neighbors may have had their debit cards cloned and money stolen from their bank accounts by a man who frequents stores in the area. Police believe the suspect lives or near, uh, works near Union Mill Road. They say he stole information, then withdrew money from Wawa ATMs in Camden and Burlington County. It's a little scary knowing that somebody is in there preying on people during these hard times. Well, what, that's the best time to prey on people, right? Yeah. The majority of the victims are Mount Laurel residents. Public inform information officer Kyle Gardner says half a dozen people filed police reports. Uh, there is n so much technology out there that obviously can be used for good and bad in this case. Your hard-earned money is being taken some by someone. So there's a lot of ways this could be done, uh, cloning debit cards, withdrawing thousands. Uh, there's um, oh my God, skimmer, skimming machines uh, that can go on to uh, credit card machines and especially in, um, on ATMs and uh, also gas pumps where it skims the information off of your card. And uh, if it asks for a PIN, he can be watching to get the PIN number. There's also encoders. There's the people also put up cameras. I mean, you know, if, if you're a thief and you have time, there's a way. Yeah, absolutely. All right, there's, there's always a way. This is another one. I deal with hundreds of these every day. This is a guy named Mark S. And uh, I'm working on this one now. I'm waiting for some answers from legal. But as a follow-up of our conversation, uh, when I was at the range last week, I sent a message to the um, police department and the detective in charge of processing the handgun permits I applied for on December 14th uh, are six months behind and there are 330 applications ahead of me, okay? And he wrote, while I emphasize with the, while I emphasize with emphasize with the 329 other applicants i am personally concerned with mine and while others may be okay waiting i am certainly not this is unnecessary and a violation of my two-way rights and i'm afraid if i continue to pursue the detective and push for the issue of my permits in fear of retaliation see this is this is a police state yep 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 now i sent this to the legal eagles and i'm waiting for a response to see how to handle it but this is what we deal with so he's a law-abiding tax-paying citizen in a pretty affluent high-tax town Mm -hmm. He's a member of the range, December 14th, January 14th, February 14th. He's waiting two months already, which is a month over, and he's told there's 330 people ahead of him. Well, it's all digital now. Yeah, right. right and it can right. be those 330 people can be done in one day. Right, exactly. In a half a day. <clears throat> yep. All right, all they have to do is go onto the FARS website, the police department. If the chief does not have a, a problem with law and public safety, all he has to do is click approve. Get off your asses. Right, exactly. There's no excuse anymore now that it's digital. No. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. 
When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. All right, housekeeping, housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Check him out. His chicken sandwich is phenomenal. His fries are phenomenal. His, uh, his uh, um, chicken nugget variation is phenomenal. And uh, everything he, he makes is just phenomenal. The kale salad. And you can go to Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Fridays for Freakin' Fridays. You, you, will, you will absolutely love it. Once in a while, give yourself a break, okay? And, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, oh, it's a funny. I just got a response back from one of our counsels saying that his concerns about retaliation in that town are not unfounded. Ooh. See, do you see how criminal this is? Wow. Do you, do you see how criminal wow. this is? Wow. Okay, so I have another guy. My buddy Robin lives in Teaneck. Let's get into this before the housekeeping. He's waiting since August 1st permits. I reached out to a Teaneck council person, and they haven't processed anything in Teaneck since August. And basically the argument is the officer that normally does the permits is working with COVID response. So if we take him off of that to approve permits, people will die. Oh, come on. Okay. 
that's so super liberal, Teenick. Okay, so how is that crazy or what? And co- COVID response of response. What, what is to, he doing? What? Yeah, exa- what is a policeman doing? They haven't processed the permit since August, Sandy. Right. right. And he's a there detective. must be hundreds. Uh, there must be hundreds. Yeah. It's All right. Just unbelievable. Back to back to not violating our constitutional rights. Okay, New York TAC Defense, Peter Tillum, NYTACDefense.com. If you live anywhere in New York, it, get it. Mention Gun for Hire, promotional code, you get 10% off a month. U.S. Law Shield for the other 49 states, use code Gun for Hire, one word, for 10% off. My third favorite, fourth, fifth favorite book in the world, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. <laughs> it's available here at the range, and it's also available on Amazon.com. Gun Lawyer Podcast, Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. New one drops every Sunday, same day as me. Okay, the quarantine crawl, guess what? 298, 298 businesses, Sandy. Products and services, we will be approaching 300 soon. Everybody talks about the quarantine crawl, all of my friends faithful listeners members of the range and everything it's funny no one at the quarantine on the quarantine crawl has been pictured or posted at different ranges other than the gun for hire range too thank you all for not being Valachi's benedict arnold's uh the quarantine crawl is literally blown up uh everywhere i go people mention it everywhere i go i hear stories of people mentioning it so keep it up quarantinecrawl.com save it to your home screen 298 business products and services you can search by location support those who support you my book crime proof crimeproofbook.com the site is up nothing's shaking yet hang on stand by it's coming soon uh Join our super secret society. Sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. Sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. Every week I like to read a few samples, okay? This one, <laughs> this one is from California. Much love for your show from California. Keep up the good work, guys. Since shoe size seems to be important, I wear a size 40, short and wide, okay? I love that. Anthony, also keep up the good work. I know how hard it is to kick the cigar habit. You have been a positive influence for me to stop as well. Thank you. Uh, My buddy Scott just says, Scott Donahue, just sign me up. Very boring, okay? Here's my new address, Mark Fuzzy Drapkin. Very boring. (laughs) This is a great one. Do not know what's going on, but I want to be at it. Uh, Armand, sign me up for three boxes, please. Thank you. F you, Armand. That's the Super Bowl thing from last week. I love you. Sign me up, please, from Kanan Don. Um, <laughs> I, I keep, I'm getting a ton of them. I left my, my butt off every week. Uh, remember Rabbi Bendori? 22 days, 22 miles, $22. Join us for the fight through the 22 challenge this February and be part of our mission to end the 22 daily suicides among veterans and first responders. Join today at irf22.org. irf22.org. Go to their fundraiser, okay? You can walk, you can bike, you can sit on your butt for 22 minutes a day, but let's send a message and let's get people out there. Please, 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 okay? It's very, very, very important that we get everybody on this. It's a tragedy to 22 people a day. Yes. 
you know, uh, are, um, are committing suicide. Actually, that number is very conservative. And every, as Rabbi Ben-Dori told me one time, everyone needs a rabbi. That's right. And speaking of veterans, I want to thank everybody who's been donating to the GoFundMe VHS of Ocean County. Um, We have broken thanks to Janet, who gave $200, Jack, who gave $10, and Mike, who gave $50. Uh, We have broken the $1,500 mark on our way to $50,000. Thank you so very much. Every single penny, penny of that is going to care for a veteran um, and a veteran's family. Thank you so much, uh, you guys, and keep it up. And and the same thing with the PPE. Uh, Load us up. Uh, Any PPE extra that you might have, they are in desperate need of PPE for their people. And, uh, you know, even gas for the... For the, via, for the visiting nurses' cars at this point. <clears throat> but thank you so much. We, we really appreciate it, guys. We, we really do. You know, uh, the New York Post tends to be conservative sometimes, uh, but there was a guy in, in um, a clinic in Minnesota that went postal. And, of course, this was sent to me by uh, Dom, Dom F. And uh, just thought I'd throw this at you. I don't know if you ever heard this, but definitely worth it. This guy had 43 different police interactions, okay? And, uh, the, but the media spins it, all right? So how's, how's the post? What's the post headline? Whack job. Gregory Ulrich reportedly had vendetta against health clinic. And uh, he, he didn't, he was a gun owner. So they're pushing that he was, he, 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 they talked to his roommate who said he showed him a new gun and he shouldn't have owned the gun. And we find out later on in Minnesota, I don't know what's going on in Minnesota, but this guy had 43 interactions with the police. Oh, my goodness. Minnesota cops over the years, okay? But as petty offenses morphed into deranged threats, not a single social safety net caught him, okay? So they always say, everybody says, trust the government. But all the headlines about this guy was that he had just purchased the gun legally. And he had purchased the gun legally because the state of Minnesota failed the people of minnesota yes okay because while they're busy pointing their fingers at the nra and the gun lobby and all the gun organizations there it is their system that failed just like the charleston shooter correct it is their system that allowed this man to get a gun and yet they want to turn around and put it on us all the time it does not work that way Okay, it does not work that way. It is their system that failed, and I don't want to hear crap about it anymore. Okay, so bullshit. Another thing I got was a a, a link for a book, uh, the Left of Bang. Did you ever hear of that book, no, Sandy? No. The Left of Bang. He sent me the link for it. Left of Bang. It's like Sun Tzu's The Art of War. Left of Bang isn't just for military. It's a must read for anyone who has a gut feeling that something's not. Quite right. I'm going to order it, and I'm going to be reviewing it, and I will let you guys know uh, what I think about it. But I thank you for that. We always want to continue our uh, our books, uh, book library growing, and our reading library growing. I've had so many people reach out to me about the uh, um, the book list that I talk about every week saying i had never read that and now i read it and i just read this and i'm learning that so we want to keep spreading it i'll eventually add that to the list uh that we have but um thank you very much for 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 dropping that us we we really really need it uh so 
Uh, Lou Maffey stopped in the other day, and he was talking about, uh, you know, people need to watch what they post on social media. I'm, bi- I'm in trouble. I can't, I can't, you know, uh, I'm screwed. But if anybody hasn't <laughs> yeah, it's heard. it's too late for yeah. you. <laughs> but if anybody hasn't heard, you know, Bank of America mm-hmm. um, completely doxed all of their customers. That yeah. Anybody that the FBI thought might have been at the uh, Capitol siege, Bank of America, without subpoena, gave all of the banking records to the FBI. And again, which was really nothing, started out to be nothing more than a peaceful protest. Correct. So I get so, this e- I get this email from Joe Pizzuto in Hamilton. And uh, let me pull this off. Hi, Aunt and Sandy. Please put me on your shit hits the fan list. I did already. <laughs> Love the show and the message. Anthony, I really don't know how to thank you enough. The Second Amendment community and I would lose so much if you decided to step away. It is people like you who make things happen and go unappreciated. Hate the haters. Love you guys. And he wrote, P.S., uh, he glued a gift card to the front. He got this gift. He showed up. He picked this up during the peak of the COVID crisis, and he lives in South Jersey, so he may never get up there, so he wants me to pay it forward. I'm going to donate this uh, to uh, a veteran, Joe, Joe Pizzuto, so I want to thank you that. Joe bought this when I was hurting when I was closed for 16 weeks during COVID to support us. Oh, wow. Okay, and that's what where we are the best people uh, ever you know, in the uh, 2A community. So a learning thing is uh, George O, um, which we all know, he's in my book. He's going to be in my book. And he wrote, good afternoon, Anthony. You mentioned people leaving their IDs in the car. I'm a critical care nurse, and I'm equally guilty of this. But if someone really wants to get into a hospital, like gang members who want to finish a shooting, um, they didn't take the care on the street. You know, they didn't take care of on the street. You don't need a hospital AD. All you need is a navy blue jacket and a generic EMT patch on it, and you have free reign of the hospital. Carry a clipboard, and you look like you're picking up a patient. I brought it up to hosp- the three hospitals I've worked for and, and got ignored. They can ne- That can never happen here. Situational awareness. <laughs> if someone looks like they don't belong, people really need to overcome that. I don't want to be rude fear. Don't get me started on the official policy of run, hide, fight. Glad to hear you're on Proton. I am too. Thanks to the big tech crackdown. Listen, my grandmother was dying 20 years ago in uh, Claremont Hospital. They only allowed two visitors. There's 24 cousins. She had seven kids at the time when she was sick. Mm. I used to park. I used to go through the employee entrance of Claremont Hospital. There was a security guard sitting there. There was time cards, about 300 time cards on the right of the clock, 300 time cards on the left of the clock. God's honest truth, guys, girls, two weeks straight, I'd walk in that door, punch somebody in, look for my card, up and grab my card, punch it in, put it on the other side, say, how you doing to the security guard, sometimes male, sometimes female. After two or three days, I got to know them. Yeah. And I'd walk in the door, I'd go see my grandmother any hour of the day, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the afternoon, whatever, okay? And then I would walk back out the front door and go to my car. I did that for two weeks solid until my grandmother passed away. And no one ever questioned me. No, as long as you look like you know what you're doing, most times you'll get away with it. Correct. So that's the deal, okay? It's very easy to do that. Situational awareness is so, so very, very important. And people do not realize that. So in my book, I talk about using bathrooms all the time, right? And so a little secret. If you go into a bathroom that's a solo person bathroom, obviously you lock the door behind you. But let's say you go into a bathroom 
<clears throat> that has two or more stalls. This is for men and women alike. <clears throat> Unless you have issues where you have to use the handicap stall, you should always use the stall closest to the door, closest to the sinks. Most of the time, the handicap stall tends to be the furthest one in the back. Am I right or wrong, Sam? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the times. The, the best stall to be in, if you have to use a stall, if you're a female or if you're a guy that's got to do number two, or if you're a guy who identifies as a guy who has to do number two, or however, however, I don't know how it works anymore. All right, innies go here, outies go there, and everything else goes somewhere else. Okay, so because a guy or, or a, a, a criminal can actually force their way in your stall, and you can be raped, robbed, murdered. And the further you are away from the traffic, mm -hmm. the harder it is to detect what's going on. So I always recommend if you go to one of these, you know, uh, roadside stops, parkway or whatever, where there's 30 stalls, always try to get the stall closest to the sink, closest to the entrance. So you, your feet are showing, and, and if somebody tried to push their way in, it's a lot harder. Just think about this. If I dress as a woman and I followed you into the bathroom, Sandy, and you went into the, the furthest, most away stall, I could come over with whatever tool I have, and I can open that door and stick a gun or a knife in your face and say, shut up, don't make a sound. Oh, absolutely. Give me all your shit, throw a pair of cheap handcuffs on you, kick you in the head, and walk out with all your stuff. Because I just saw you pay in Starbucks or whatever, and I saw you had cash on you. Men, when I use the urinal, I'm always on an angle when I use the urinal, unless there's a mirror on the wall in front of me. Women don't realize this, okay? But men, when we're at a urinal, you're extremely vulnerable. Yep. So anybody can walk up behind you and rob you. So I always pee on an angle, okay? <laughs> I, I always do. Now, if, I, if I'm in a higher crime area or if something doesn't feel right for me, I will pee in a stall. Yeah. And I will lock the door behind me. Yeah. But I don't keep my back completely against the bathroom door. I pee. I go 45 degrees. Yeah. Well, if somebody yeah. kicks that door in while you're standing there, your head is smashing against that Correct. wall. Correct. I, I pee on an angle. Okay. And when I use the bathroom, if I'm carrying my, my, my merce that I travel with, I put it around my neck. Yeah. Instead of over my shoulder, I put it around my neck because that's the best place to have it. Okay, uh, because it's very easy to get your uh, to get somebody to, to reach over and grab your stuff off a hook. If you hang it on the hook in the back of the door, I never hang anything off the hook on the back of the door, and no one should. You should never do that. Okay, it's very very important that you all think about stuff like this twenty four seven, eyes on a swivel, watching what's going on around you. Same thing with washing your hands. It's nice now. I've been noticing a lot more. There's mirrors in front of the sinks, which is good. Sometimes you you won't find a mirror. Like some of the parkway stops and, and turnpike stops, there's no mirror. The mirror is like a full length mirror by the door. Yeah, right. And there's no mirrors over the sink. I guess because people splash water on them or or you know whatever 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 the case may be, but. It's important that you pay attention to everything in your surroundings when you're there. Crime doesn't stop in a bathroom. Crime and sexual assault, there's a lot of sexual assault that goes on in bathrooms. And a lot of people just put their guard down, and it's something you, you shouldn't do. It's the same thing when I go to a convenience store. I tell everybody all the time, if I pull up into a Wawa, I don't get out of my car immediately. 
I sit in my car for a second and I survey the area. And if I have a scope on the front door, if the windows aren't covered with all kinds of advertising crap and everything, I try to get a look on what's going on inside. Because I don't want to walk into the middle of a burglary. Right. All right. I don't want to walk into the middle of a hostage situation, especially in New Jersey, where I can't carry anything but my, my tactical pen. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So I just want to I just want to scan the area. All right. So now I go into the Wawa. Now, if the place has a restroom outside the building, you know, have we all gone to a bathroom at a gas station or convenience store yeah, where they right. give you a key and it's around back? They scared the crap out of me. Yeah, they do. All right. They're Besides really being creepy. disgusting. Yeah. All right. They just scare the crap out of me. And But I'll use them in an emergency situation. If you're traveling with two or more people, you should be watching each other's back. Pull your car around the back. Have the one person wait in the car while the other person goes into the bathroom with the key. Do you understand? Minor inconveniences, yeah. but you're watching each other. If you're alone, just keep your head on a swivel. Okay. So now when I go into a convenience store, first thing I do is I scan around, make sure it's not being robbed uh, a lot of wawas in new jersey have the bathrooms inside so i follow the same protocols i walk in the bathroom i try to use the stall closest to the door or i'll use the urinal if it's on an angle uh, mcdonald's tend to have clean bathrooms when you're traveling so and they have tend to have just one urinal sometimes two so if there's two and one's closest to the sink and the other urinal's closest to the stalls. I'll take the one closest to the stall so you can't outflank me. So like two sides are covered. In front of me, the wall facing the urinal and like my, my left shoulder, let's say. So now the only thing I'm looking, I'm, my head is cocked to the right watching the door. Who's entering or exiting? I know this sounds crappy, but this is when you're vulnerable. Listen, is there anything more vulnerable for a man but to be standing with his pee-pee in his hand? Right, exactly. Right. Uh, you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for a woman to be in a bathroom, if she's wearing slacks, they're down around her ankles, and she's sitting on a stall, how? think about how vulnerable you are at that point, okay? Buddy system. If you and your wife, you and your significant other, you and your wife are going, and you stop, and the male doesn't have to use the restroom, but the female does. I know you want to save time, and you say, "Hun, I'm going to go up to the counter, and I'm going to order coffees for us, right? Not a fan. If your wife goes in the restroom, stand outside the restroom door. Okay, just as you would do with, with a child, right? Most people would do that with a child. Yeah. So that when, wait till she comes out because you get to see who's going in and out of that bathroom. You get to hear anything right. that's going on. Right. Your wife will have a much more enjoyable movement if she knows you're outside the door. Now, a lot of times our significant others are not in the same condition as us. They're not as aware. They walk around in condition white. What are you, stupid? Just go to the counter and get me my uh, burger and my coffee. You don't have to wait outside the bathroom for me. I'm not a child. Tough shit. Yeah. Okay? Right. Tough shit. All right? That's, that's what I feel. All right? And this is what you should be teaching everybody. So now, done with the bathroom. I scope around the counter and everything. I never want to get caught between the robber and the counter uh, person, right? Many operators of convenience stores have firearms behind a counter. Remember, depending on your jurisdiction, you may have the right to keep a firearm in your business too. But when you're talk taking out your money or a card to pay, you should never pull out a large wad of cash, even if it's singles, guys and girls. If it looks like a lot of money to a criminal, it says jackpot, you'll probably get robbed out in the parking lot. All right. Good time before you leave your car. Prepare. If you're going to use a credit card or an ATM card, take it out. Put it separate from your money. Carry a small wallet or a smallet like I carry. All right. Just carry a or chump change like we talk about. But you want to not attract yourself. Okay. 
All right. If you're in a convenience store, I talk about this all the time. If an armed robber announces themselves, keep your head down slightly, not to make eye contact with the bad guy. And, and this may minimize your chances of being killed. All right. Uh, you should be hyper vigilant of your surroundings because there's probably more than one perpetrator in the store. Try to put yourself in a defensive position. It may be, and I'm using air quotes, it may be a routine robbery. Okay, you may just mind your business, keep your head down. There's a better chance of survival. I mean, if the gun was stuck in your face, would you give up the money? You have to. You can't draw a gun on a drawn gun in most circumstances. And if they have a gun and you don't, you're going to have to give up your money. But I always talk about this for years. If the bad guy announces that we're all going into the back of the store or he wants us all on the ground, there might be a problem there. All right. I might have to take my chances by rushing the bad guy at that point. All right. But I want to note that decision is not for everybody. Okay, but I would rather die fighting than complying and maybe getting executed in the in the, in the walk-in box of a convenience store. Well, I mean, okay. if they're taking you in there, if they're taking you in for a reason, right? Correct. So I because you hear about this executions and stuff yeah. like that right. all the time, but to me, I would be careful. And then while we're on the subject of convenience stores, you know, for you listeners outside of New Jersey, we are the only sissy state where we're not allowed to pump our own gas. Right. All right, we're spoiled, and we get to stay in our vehicle during the entire transaction. All right, but when you're in your car during the entire transaction, you should be aware of panhandlers approaching you and possibly distracting you. This is the perfect time for an accomplice to run up and grab your wallet or purse from the front seat because you left the passenger side window open and your valuables on the seat. <laughs> Keep your windows up and only lowered enough to pass the payment through. So if you're in the driver's seat and you're getting gas on the passenger seat and the gas pumper comes, you roll the window down three inches and you say, fill it up regular. You hand them your credit card and you put the window back up. You don't leave the window down or halfway down because Sandy could come over and distract you on the driver's side and Anthony can run over on the passenger side and grab your purse and run with it. Right. Okay? That's right. It happens all right it's not the time to leave your vehicle when you're being filled up and leave your keys children or valuables in the car especially never leave your dog like that in the car when i'm out of state i always well, when i'm in new jersey i always i always choose for safety reasons to wait until the transaction's complete then park in the lot once parked i'll go use the restroom or convenience store you don't want to kill two birds with one stone you don't want to leave your car while it's being pumped okay and go into the store Right. That, I, I believe that. You're, again, you're trying to kill time. You're sacrificing your safety and security for a couple of minutes. Now, when you're traveling to the other 49 states where you have to pump your own gas, I have some safety ideas for you, too. Cars are stolen, some with children in them, because the driver neglected to remove the ignition key and lock the doors yeah. while pumping their own gas. All right. Some cars have the filler cap on the driver's side, some on the passenger side. Be aware of any blind spots as you pull up to the pump. You must make sure you are in condition yellow during your entire visit to a gas station. At a gas station, always be aware of whether or not the nozzle is still inserted in, their in your tank. People panic and drive away with the nozzle in their car. They're designed to rip off of the, the robot. But have you ever seen a car going down the road with a nozzle in it, Sandy? Yes, I have. Me too. Okay. Okay. Remind just to remind you that the most dangerous job out there is like, you know, uh, 
convenience store workers and gas pumpers and stuff in the middle of the night. So you have to be vigilant. If you're going to pump your own gas, you get out of the car, windows up, doors locked, keys in your pocket, cell phone on your person. You pump the gas. You have to stay outside during the entire transaction. I don't care if it's 20 below zero and wind is coming down sideways. You fill the tank up. You shut it off. You do not leave your receipt in the pump. Okay, you get back in your car, you lock the door, you start the car, you pull away from the pump, and now you go, okay, I'm going to park in the front as close to the door as possible, well lit. I'm going to pee. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Whatever you decide you're going to do, you do then. You don't leave the car. You don't leave the kids in the car. You don't leave windows open. The problem for New Jerseyans is we're so spoiled having our gas pumped for ourselves that when we go out of state, we're more concerned how to put the gas in. We're yeah. focusing on, oh, my God, how do I press this button? Do I press that button? How do I, so is, it, is my car diesel or is it regular? <laughs> so um, right, right. Do I, I slip the credit card in here. You pull it out real fast. Would you like a receipt? Yes or no. Would you like a car wash? Add $3.95. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're doing this while there's people in front of you, people behind you who have been doing this forever, and they're all smooth and doing it, right? And screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, so this is this is the situation that we have to to deal with, uh, twenty four twenty four seven, and <laughs> so you have to really be careful when you pull up. You have to, you know, it's it's an out of body experience. Okay, I'm going for gas. I don't live in New, I'm not in New Jersey right now. What do I have to do? And then okay, what side is my my nozzle on? Okay, but I got to pull this. I got to do that. Focus, please focus and be aware. Listen to these little things that I'm telling you. It's so important. This is the, the critical time. Criminals prey on certain areas. They have specialties. Okay, like criminals. Yes, they have specialties, all right? So they're waiting to prey on them. They're looking. As soon as you pull up, they go, Jersey plates. We're eating beef tonight, honey. Okay? As soon as they see you, they know that they're going to whack you because, oh, we got another idiot from New Jersey. Oh, look, they don't know how to. Oh, look, they don't know how to do this. Okay, let's go move in. Let's do the thing. Excuse me. And that's what will happen. Uh, for all of you out there, I want to re-up uh, the book list again, if you guys don't mind. Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire by Linton, L-A-N-T-O-N. 1984 by George Orwell. Animal Farm by George Orwell. The Jungle by Upton Sinclair. Lord of the Flies by Golding. Brave New World by Huxley. Common Sense by Thomas Paine. Atlas Shrugged by Anne Rand. The Creature from Jekyll Island by Griffin. The Road to Serfdom by Hayek. Fahrenheit 451 by Bradbury. The Handmaid's Tale by Atwood. And go online and download and read the 1776 Commission. It's 41 pages. I printed it out two-sided. I've read it three times already. This is the start. I will, be, I will let you know about the, the new book that I was just reading about there. Uh, we have a ton of new classes at Gun for Hire, Sandy. I talked about it now. We have a new class, Urban Red Dot. 
This is an exclusive course series which was developed by the best team in the industry. The education goes way beyond the typical textbook because of our highly trained instructors who have multiple decades of experience in law yep. enforcement and military. Sure this do. tactical red dot pistol course will serve as an introduction into utilizing reflex sights on a pistol. The course will begin with the fundamentals of using a red dot, the advantages of using reflex sights over iron, as well as being able to utilize your iron sights in the reflex if the reflex sights go down and much more. We have full NRA instructor classes starting in May 8th. Range oh, safety officer, uh, basic instructor training, pistol, oh, rifle, shotgun, uh, range safety officer again, and chief range oh, safety officer. So Sandy, while we're doing the show, Marty from uh, Marty's V-Burger sends me an email. This car seat shows a picture of my bag coming today. Marty's V-Burger Anthony on yeah. And stuck between the a console and the passenger seat is a 5D mag light. Oh, perfect. The only, the only legal thing you can carry in your car not to be considered as a deadly weapon, That's which right. will be discussed in my book, Crime Proof. Wonderful. Marty, yeah. you are the best. He's the man, Marty. I want to thank everybody for your support. All those traders out there, if you're listening to my show or getting money off my name and 30-year reputation. <laughs> a big F you to all of you. Karma is a bitch. Is. The new edition will be open in three to four to five months. 15 ports, members only ranges. 45 ports, 44 ports, 220 parking spaces, and me. That's wonderful. And the address <laughs> is gofundme.com. And search for VHS of Ocean County. Every penny you donate, you go directly to care of a veteran. They really, really seriously need your help. Five bucks, ten bucks, anything you can possibly do will help out. And we love you guys, all who have been donating and donating the PPE uh, for them. And if you got like extra gas cards for Wawa, that's where they go uh, to fill up their vehicles. Uh, that would be great too. We drop them off by Anthony. Love you guys. And it looks like we've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to the Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. See you next week. From sea to ocean.